For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Good morning, Tim. Thank you for having me. All right. I, we just spoke with Senator or Congressman, possible Senate candidate, Buddy Carter down there in Savannah. The familiar refrain, Senate Bill 202, uh, makes it, how do they put this, uh, makes it easier to vote, harder to cheat. Is that your take on what this particular piece of legislation does? I would say so. I think my, the bigger thing is that it helps uh, tamp down on uh, uncertainty. And that, that's the biggest issue is, is we're fighting not only fraud, but fraud is a smaller component of the larger issue, which is election uncertainty. You know, so many on the left talk about, you know, voter suppression being the, you know, the burden of having to prove with a photo ID that you are who you say you are or to vote more than once every 12 years. But in my mind, voter suppression really is is the fruit of election uncertainty, and that's what we saw in that January 5th election process, um, is that we had so many people who saw the November election, too many questions, a lot of uncertainty, especially around the mail-in ballot, and so they stayed home. And, and, and we can calculate that number, and to me, that is voter suppression. And Senate Bill 202 uh, you know, people have taken, you know, applied a conclusion to it and, and kind of, you know, facts be damned kind of deal and have gone forward with that. But I think that we've got to look at, you know, what, what did it actually do? <laughs> uh, one of the main things it did is it moved the primary identification um, item up from a signature uh, to an actual driver's license number. That's still not the best. You know, the best situation would be to have the same rules for voting in person as you do for voting by mail. There are a lot of other items on the uh, with Senate Bill 202, but none of which make it less restrictive to vote than in the president's home state of Delaware or in New York or in this case, Colorado, since you mentioned MLB. Mm-hmm. Now, let me be clear here, just just to, to clear this up, because people will say, well, not everybody has a driver's license. There are other forms of ID, passport, other government-issued IDs. I, my understanding is many of them would also be applicable or, or usable by people who want to register and actually vote. That is correct, and you can actually get a free state-issued photo ID um, if that's an issue for you. Um, so that that shouldn't be, you know, if you want to vote, you can vote. And, and that's the way it should be. Um, you know, if you have to I know in Alpharetta, uh, if you want to buy a case of beer, you got to show your photo ID. I, I think voting is, is more important than a case of beer. On the other hand, there will be those who will say, David Belisle, that that buying a six pack of beer or getting on a plane, those things are not constitutional rights. Voting is. And, and there will be people who try to make that point by way of refuting your point about the necessity of a photo ID. Well, the more important it is, the more important it is to be certain, because every time a vote gets through that's not valid, you took someone else's constitutional right to vote away. Uh, It is a one for one um, uh, loss there. David Bell Al with us again, a candidate for secretary of state. He mentioned Alpharetta, a former mayor in Alpharetta. 
What do you think is happening here? I've said this, and, and there's actually some evidence that, that I think supports my position here, uh, that a lot of people, critics, I'm going to try to extend grace here. There are critics of Senate Bill 202 who are critical of previous incarnations of it. They're, they're criticizing the finished product, which has very little to do with what was being debated back in January and February. And when I say we have evidence of this, uh, Senator Raphael Warnock has now acknowledged that he signed an email that, that pointed to some specific instances of provable things that were not in the finished product but were debated earlier. Things like, you know, shutting down early voting hours, other things that were discussed, ending no excuse absentee voting, things that were discussed but weren't part of the finished product. All the political fallout here is much of this simply people who are conflating what was in the bill and what is in the finished product. Well, I think that, that people, they're, they're, you know, with respect to the left, they didn't want to see any changes at all. Um, and, and you're right that they got hung up on really the most debated items, many of which didn't make it to the final uh, the final bill that the governor signed. I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think the no excuse absentee ballot, uh, I think that should have made it through, um, but it didn't. But that seems to be a lot of the argument there. Uh, that uh, suddenly now we've made it more restrictive, but that it hasn't been made more restrictive. You still don't need an excuse to vote by absentee ballot, something that uh, you do have to have an excuse for, for New York, New Jersey, Delaware, uh, and so many other states across the country. So we, we are behind uh, nationwide when it comes to election integrity and behind in states uh, that are blue, that are, that are left-leaning. Uh, Secretary Raffensperger, and again, you're going to wage a primary challenge to him, or you say you are in next year's elections. Uh, he has made much of the fact that we have, he say, he describes it this way, what we have allowed our election system in Georgia to evolve to or devolve to, I suppose he would say, uh, a circumstance in which you actually have three elections. You have election day proper, that first Tuesday in November, as we always had. We got that the same way we always have. We now have three weeks of early voting. I'm old enough to remember when it was just a few days. Now it's three weeks of early voting. And the mail-in absentee voting, the no-excuse mail-in absentee voting, we're trying to do all of that with basically the same number of eyeballs watching it all, the same amount of resources allocated to it all. Haven't we created something of a monster here and we're having a hard time reining it in? Well, you know, you should be able to use the same, because even though the, the, the number of votes have been increasing to a degree, um, but if you're spreading the votes across, you know, three different platforms, the mail-in ballot, early voting, and then election day voting, uh, it actually should make it a little bit easier as long as you are able to lead those 159 county board of elections and, and give them the tools they need to succeed. And that's something we have to remember that the secretary of state is is he, he is not a dictator. It's a coach. You know, it's a leader that has a platform to lead. And that secretary of state needs to be saying, look, you know, to, you know leading those 159 county board of elections and say, look, here's a plan. Here's what's worked best in this county. Here's what's worked best in this county and getting them on the same page to be as efficient as possible. But, uh, you know, it's always going to be a challenge, but I, I think that's where good leaders rise to the top. Now let's go on this one, David Bellow. You are running for an office, Secretary of State. You're running for an office. Uh, this election law takes some of the authority away from that office. You would no longer be, as Secretary of State, head of the state election board. What do you make of that? Well, I think this is a distinction that you can, you know, of the three of us that are running for this race right now, 
I think this is where I can come ahead. So, yes, they've taken some of the authority away from the Secretary of State's office. To be honest with you, that element of it I don't agree with. Uh, but here's where I think a good leader, again, because you're going to be having the, the next Secretary of State is going to be working with the chair of the State Board of Elections, and they're going to have to, again, be able to, to, to put lead from a platform beyond the authority and resources of that office to be able to, to say, look, here's what we believe will work best. Here's how we work together to get it done. As the former mayor of Alpharetta, the, the best-run city in the state, I know how to lead beyond the authority and the resources of that office because the, the mayor – and Alpharetta, anyway, is, is a glorified city council member. If you don't lead, nothing's going to get done. Uh, finally, and let's go on this one, uh, David Bell. The the primary itself, June or July of next year, you in it, uh, Jody Heiss, Congressman Heiss in it, Secretary Raffensperger in it, uh, still 14, 15 months away. What's the can, uh, campaign like? What's your campaign like this far out? You know, it, it, it's been going really well. We're um, we're about, I guess, 13 months out from the primary. The primary is in May. Mm. And uh, we've been already turning around the state. But we have a good network from the last time uh, when I was runner-up. And we've been so far been to uh, Lowndes County, Coffee County, Houston County, Muskogee County, Forsyth County, uh, Cherokee County. So we've been having a lot of good uh, rallies around the state, and, uh, you know, it's going to be it, – it's a marathon. It is not a sprint. Uh, the good news is I've run three marathons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can empathize there. I've been through that one myself. Uh, Secretary of State candidate for Secretary of State David Bellow, thanks for your time this morning. Tim, thank you for having me, and good morning to you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.